My brain's splitting off in so many different directions. My brain's splitting off in so many different directions. Brains flooding off in so many different questions <laughs> that no one has the answers to. <laughs> my dad was a shrink. Certain things upset me. And my dad was a shrink. Certain things upset me. And my dad was a shrink. things upset me. What's the furthest star and then what's beyond the furthest star? What's the furthest star and then what's beyond the furthest star? What's the furthest star and then what's beyond the furthest star? Questions that no one has the answers to. I'm Jeremy Green. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast, the podcast where Gary and I talk about comic books, even when the comic books don't talk back. Um, mm-hmm. I did not see this coming. I, I, you know, this is weird that we we read one of these, one of these enough said issues during the new X-Men run. And I, I kind of remarked that I, I really dug that one. I was interested in reading this one. Um, and then I read mm-hmm. it and then I was, I just, I don't, I don't know what we're going to do on this podcast, Gary. Like this is, I don't, <laughs> talking about this kind of stuff, uh, at least the one in the new X-Men had like a vague plot. Uh, this just seems like a fucking, I don't know, like psychedelic trip through the mind of dupe uh which is cool like don't get me wrong I'm, it's it's cool but i just don't know what we can really like talk about in this yeah. like it's gonna be it's gonna be difficult to do a podcast about how are you by the way that's as i said all uh, of that. <laughs> i'm okay i'm hungry we're gonna break for lunch after this which Ooh. i'm happy about i uh, need that lunch um yeah the enough said month man uh like the reason why we're we're doing two comics that dealt with this uh is because this is a really exciting time in marvel right like when axel alonzo came on to edit the x books he's a guy from vertigo that's why we got things like new x-men and this uh, this was a contemporary of new x-men so it was a really exciting time to read x-men comics you know and then we just had extreme x-men stinking in the corner just like farting uncontrollably and like you know secreting garbage but we had these two really good x comics uh the crazy thing about enough said i, I just totally steamrolled your how am i question and went into the thing i'm sorry 100 percent okay um, go, go for it man yeah um the craziest thing about this to me is that in modern dawn of x comics they just did a tribute to that new x-men enough said thing they do a silent issue where emma frost and gene gray go into storm's brain Ooh. uh it's not good okay. like it's got oh. cool art but it's like it's not it's less plot relevant than the new X-Men one and more plot relevant than this. Okay. Uh, cause this is just, uh, art. This is pretty art. Yeah. That's what exactly what this feels like. Um, from the cover, uh, which is kind of a, a giant dupe and all of our, all of our people, uh, our core team coming out of his head, like breaking out of his head and dupe has his finger up in the kind of pose. Um, of course there's a big stamp that says enough said on it. So we know exactly what we're getting into. Um, and our, our X-Force team, are just hanging out. Um, I actually like this like slice of life picture frame that we get where um, Edie and Guy are doing like the foot pedal thing, like the foot wrestling mm-hmm. thing that I haven't seen anybody do since I was probably eight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> seems but like, it's a real thing. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Like I remember uh, doing this, but I just I like imagining doing this as like a grown person, which just blew my mind. Like I was like, oh, I guess you could mm-hmm. still do that. Like uh, sure. Uh, so we, you know, they're doing that. Um, Fat is controlling a drone. Vivisector is reading. The Spike is looking at a, a centerfold. Uh, the Anarchist is looking out with his binoculars. And Dupe is looking at his reflection in a mirror, popping a pimple. Yeah. Uh, and he does it. He manages to pop it. 
uh, it's very gross, but because dupe is some weird extra dimensional being, everyone starts swirling around and gets sucked into his brain. Yes. Um, and we're going to spend the next 20 pages basically with dupe rescuing people out of his own brain. Is that what's happening? Yes. In this? So and, he looks around and like all of the crew is gone and he realizes there's a hole in his head and then he like twists himself around to look at the hole in his head and then go inside the hole in his head. And this is all taking place. Like yeah. uh, the name of this issue is TikTok, I think. And like the, there's an X clock on the wall that um, like, this is all going to take place within like a minute. Like we're not, we're not going to yeah. be gone very long. Yeah. Um, and this is, uh, you know, this functions as little vignettes of him rescuing them. The way he's rescuing them are like, rescuing them from their worst fears or from what dupe thinks of them or from uh their dream sequences like this has the cadence of an issue where like people have dreams that reveal their secrets Mm -hmm. which is always it's like one of my least favorite media things um when he goes in he sees this like wonderful like beksinski uh hell dupe yeah yeah uh creature like this is just incredible art for what it's worth of uh, it just makes it not good podcasting. Cause I can say over and over it's real good. Yeah. Uh, but everybody if you're, if you're should not read along. They're kind of <laughs> fucked. Um, with all of these like dupes coming out, angry and misshapen dupes, uh, coming out. And the idea here, he looks back at the clock. Like he only has a certain amount of time to rescue yeah. uh, these characters from their individual, uh, fears or what dupe thinks about them. It is hard to say. Uh, and we start out in a kind of uh, weird version of the hood where fat grew up um, with all of these buildings kind of floating in the air um, with these figures that are all in black, like shadow figures with yellow eyes um, carrying clubs and chasing after him as he starts kind of losing control of his body mass. Um, yeah. And like we go from that, which makes sense. Like I'm, I'm there. Like I know I can, I can read everything yeah. that's happening on this. And then the very next page is like dupe fighting other dupes. And now fat is huge and breaking through like a stained glass window. And I'm like, I don't understand anything that's happening well, now. So we're out, it, we're out the box from like page three. Fat does fat doesn't break through dupe breaks through. So if you look at the, the first panel with the uh, oh, stained okay. glass, right? Like yeah, yeah. fat is facing right. From the other one, he's facing left. So this is the side that Fat is on. Gotcha. And Dupe okay. has to fight through to break into and save him. Okay. Fat's zone. Gotcha. So in the next one, he's like this giant, uh, and he rescues Fat by putting him in his mouth. It's not your fault. It's the art is not being clear. Yeah. Here and uh, art. It's not his job to be one hundred percent clear. Nope. Uh, art. Art and dialogue work together yes. in uh, in unison in comics. That's kind of the whole point of the medium. And this whole month was a misguided nightmare. Uh, but he, he eats, uh, eats fat and now fat is rescued. Um, we cut over to vivisector's personal nightmare where he's in a library full of blank books. Uh, and we see a character who is his father. You call him a boy, uh, a blank book. Know. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> um, and his father who has all these, uh, dupe speak letters on him, uh, comes through and we, we don't know this is his father, but we know he has a relationship with his father. Um, you know. Uh, he's menacing him, and Dupe pops out of a pop-up book and eats vivisector like spaghetti. Also mentioned that the dad is naked. So, um, oh, super naked, super naked dad carrying like a cane, like just very intense, <laughs> super yeah. super intense. And then yeah, Dupe slurps him up, uh, and then from there we go. We like Dupe sees a a magazine that has the spike on it, cross dressing. It's called Spiky Cross Dressing, 
Um, and as he looks up out of his brain, uh, he sees like the clock, which hasn't moved yet. Uh, so he's kind of making sure that we see that there's a time length and we see all of these cross-dressing dupes or I don't I mean not cross-dressing dupes, but like dupes in weird lingerie and kind of bondage kit, like flying towards him as he eats the <laughs> spiky cross-dressing book. Yeah. Uh, this is, I don't, uh, I can say now that this never pays off. Okay. If this is supposed to be saying something about the spike. Like the spike is, uh, you know, on some level, a uh, a transvestite or yeah. cross dresser or trans in any way, this never pays off. Okay. Uh, this is weird and tone deaf. Uh, and I, the spike just got introduced. Like we don't know enough about anything him. about this dude. Yeah. Yeah. To do this. Like this is just weird. And it's, it's done in just one page, you know, which is fine. Uh, and you get to see a bunch of dupes wearing, uh, Madonna pointy bras, which is kind of fun. Yeah. Um, cut over to the anarchist who is in a desert, uh, in, in, in a planet with like four moon or four suns, mm-hmm. uh, crawling among these like big dark souls, giant skeletons. And he's sweating. Yeah. Um, you know, which is his power. Like his sweat keeps coming until eventually he sweats an ocean mm-hmm. and dupe swims in, grabs him, uh, presumably saves him. We don't see that part. We just see dupes, uh, you know, swimming at him. But when we switch over to Edie, who is on this like panel uh, surrounded by tubes full of goo uh, in the middle of the goo is floating a tongue. And she realizes her tongue has been uh, ripped out, uh, which I guess is supposed to be representative of like her, like her desire to communicate or what have you. And then she starts looking through these tongues, trying to figure out which one is hers when dupe is like, Hey, Hey over here. And like points at one um, and yeah. breaks it open and she catches the tongue and just shoves it back in her mouth. And as she's about to speak, he of course sushes her because this is enough said month. Um, yeah. I feel like this whole bit was in the service of that joke and not necessarily in service of the character. And again, I don't really care. Yeah. Like this is a one-off issue. We don't have to think about it, but it just definitely feels like, Oh, we wanted to write that joke. Like who's the character that's going to be weird about her tongue. Yeah. It's dumb. Uh, we cut over to uh, Mr. Sensitive, the orphan who is kind of floating in a clockwork hell. Uh, being torn apart yes. uh, by uh, little tiny dupes. They're crawling over him like microbes. Um, this is a cool image. No credit where it's due. Uh, until Big Dupe comes and rescues him from these microbes and actually ends up just pulling off his head. Yeah. Um, there's a panel I like where Dupe looks at his head and he's got this like soft smile. You know? Mm-hmm. I think this is sweet. Uh, and he pulls him out of the hole right before the clock. Uh, strikes 12. Yes. And they can't do it. And then um, he <clears throat> basically unfurls himself uh, and he stops the clock from moving up as he then spits out his his teammates um, into this weird, like, twisty Ouroboros kind of way. Um, and then they just plop back into the room just like they were before, like nothing has passed, like no time has passed. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then the, uh, the second moves forward, the second uh, that we did all this stuff is over, and that's literally fucking it. That's it. Yeah. How do we do a podcast about this, man? Uh, I, the, the, talk about dicks. <laughs> like, what's in the moon news lately? I, I just, it's, this was such a, this is a bummer, uh, a mild bummer, just rereading, right? Like, you, uh, you're reading the, the book on Marvel Unlimited, but it only takes like a second. It's a little bit more of a bummer on a podcast, but it's our job to figure out what to do. Like, we can digress and stuff. Sure. It was a huge bummer reading this when it came out. Because this was the only ecstatics I got for the, for a month, you know? So I would get an issue, and there would be a month I would get this, which was effectively nothing, and then another month, and I would get the actual next issue. So it was two months without, like, being able to continue the story or, like, hang out with these characters or get anything close to content. Uh, huge bummer. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it doesn't, I mean, like you said, like reading it now, like it didn't take me long to go through and like, I'm not, I don't think there's a whole lot of depth here, right? Like that this was definitely like a, let's have some fun with this issue. I was trying to look at the fold out, like the, the, the centerfold um, that the spike is uh, reading to see if there's like any clues about this, like cross-dressing thing, but no, it just looks like it's a porno mag. And I feel it's really strange to be reading a porno mag and like in the the same room (laughs) with your friends. So I don't know. know. There are dudes that do that shit. Yes, definitely. Like I, I had a friend uh, back in in high school, uh, this dude who I was like real close with when I was young, and then we kind of grew apart, um, who went off to college and joined a fraternity. And he used to talk about how one of the big things they did in the fraternity was they would all put on a porn and like hang out and watch it. And they had a prank where if a guy was sitting on the couch, a thing you would do is walk up and lay your dick on his shoulder Mm -hmm. and then wait to see how long it would take before he noticed it. And I did. I want to be able to say that's weird without invoking gay panic or like being homophobic. I do think that's weird though. And also like intrusive and would make me deeply uncomfortable. Like there, there are many ways in which I think just leaving your dick on someone's shoulder until they notice it is fucking strange for a bunch of, you know, ostensibly hetero dudes to do while watching hetero porn publicly together. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's got a real like, uh, dude bro vibe to it. Um, yeah. Where it's, it's like, I don't know. Like it. Like I bet there are. There's totally situations where uh, you and a maybe a friend that you were sexually active with are like watching porn and masturbating together, and maybe that's a thing, right? Like that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. In a group setting in a fraternity, uh, it doesn't feel like it has any sort of positive sexual vibes whatsoever. It just seems like it's going to be demeaning for everybody there, and somehow even for the actresses and actors on the in the porn, <laughs> like it's <laughs> making them respect. worse. <laughs> Like they, I, they I'm sorry, Belladonna. Like they shouldn't be doing this yeah. to you. <laughs> um, but yeah, like the yeah. I knew I knew guys that did the the shoulder dick thing, um, and it was always like like I just never understood why you want to show somebody your dick constantly. Like it's just not. Yeah. Just, please don't do that. Like it, it, against their will. Like that's it's not a fun. It's not a fun prank. Pranks aren't yeah. fun. Uh, number one. <laughs> no prank, pranks. Pranks aren't good. And and there are better uh, public exposure pranks. Like I, I talked about in abject suffering. The dude who I knew who used to stretch his dick over his wrist and be like, have you seen my penny swatch? And I think that's kind of funny. And he would also take his testicle sack and put it out of his uh, pants and be like, oh man, I sat in some gum. Yep. And I think that's kind of funny too. Mm-hmm. It's way more funny than just like, what if my dick touches you? Yes. What if, what if my dick was my dick, but it was on you? <laughs> like that's a much yeah, worse that's, joke. That's, that's, <laughs> it's, not, it's not even really a joke. And like the idea that like somebody was definitely getting off about that without somebody else's knowledge is just grody to me. Yeah putting aside any kind of homoeroticism uh of men just being nude around each other it's um it's i just i you know uh, i've pornography masturbation has always been like super super private for me so like the idea Mm -hmm. of sharing that with my dude friends uh, which just has always just been very confusing of like what am i supposed to do yeah like you're making me have the thing but i can't then do the thing that i want to do when you when i have the thing so like this just seems awful for everybody like can we just not watch twin peaks again like that was good (laughs) (laughs) there is a difference like one of the things that i've picked up on uh in talking to people about sexuality like in my life is the idea that like there are people who it sounds like are like me and you where it's like we're sexual beings we get turned on and us that is like cool like we're gonna have sex and it's gonna feel really good and we're gonna enjoy it but that's that's the goal like it's a little bit like an itch you can't you know, you want to scratch mm-hmm. 
it's fun to scratch it. You want to scratch it in different ways. You want to, you know, uh, but it's, it's still an issue you want to scratch. And there are people who just like being horny and just existing in that space. Like I'm just a little horny all the time, or I'm sexually frustrated. I want a nut, but I can't. And I just want that to be 10 hours of my day. Yeah. And I, I respect that. That's, you know, I don't think that there's anything morally wrong with that, but I do cannot relate to it. I think it, it sounds really torturous and horrible to me. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't so. need to be um, like constantly aroused throughout the day. Like that's not a state of mm. being that I, I need to exist in. Like I've got, I've yeah, got I, other shit. I, I got to do. <laughs> it's, it's called years 13 to 17. Yes. Yeah. Like I literally had to like tuck my dick into the top of my pants at school. So you wouldn't see my boner when I was like getting up and nothing happened. <laughs> I just like, I, I literally just like, stood up. That was it. Yeah. We we read about great expectations. Why did that give me a fucking <laughs> We read about great expectations. It. it reminded me of cruel intentions and then I thought about those girls kissing and all of a sudden I've got a problem. <laughs> yeah, I got a fucking problem. And it's like the whole day is just this weird countdown until I can get home and fucking take care of it and think clearly and become a person again. And maybe, and, and look, like me and you, I think had similar, we, we have, we, we have similar backgrounds in the fact that like, that was probably what would happen. Like we would, we would go home and we'd take care of and take care of it. Like, and maybe there's a, there's a place for like these people that want to exist in a place where like, oh yeah, me and my friends would just like kind of stay super horny and it was super cool. Like that was, that was our whole vibe. It would, we never really dealt with anything. <laughs> it was an edging situation, I guess. But like we, we, and so that like they didn't just like, maybe they didn't know they could just jack off in private and get done. <laughs> like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Maybe they were just like, no, yeah. I, I don't know, man. Like I, I'm, I'm I, all it, for everything. I don't really give a shit, but like, yeah, like the group, the group sesh on porn is just very strange to me. The, the, the best thing I can say about it is I can't relate to it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not like a, uh, or the worst thing I can say about it rather is I just can't relate like not hurting anybody. Uh, even though that, that shoulder thing kind of did. And who knows if the spike has consent from his teammates to just sit there and look at porn. Like there's a big, uh, on the something awful board when I used to go on that in the ask tell thread, uh, there's always uh, somebody who worked at a library and there's a big debate in librarians, whether porn should be allowed in the library. Yeah. Uh, because it is this like bastion of like free speech. And it's a lot of people's only access to internet stuff like that but i for my purposes like every time i've been in the library and there's just a guy openly just like watching porn it has made me pretty deeply uncomfortable to be witness and kind of part of yeah his sexuality like i think the fact that he's doing that in public is doing something for him and i don't want i don't consent to be part of that public uh not to mention the fact that it's just fucking makes me deeply uncomfortable in a physical practical sense like morally and ethically and intellectually i don't like it also it's really hard for me to fucking look at comics or like flip through magazines or whatever while a dude is just watching while porn is happening in my eyesight like yeah you know it's it's incredibly distracting (laughs) went to like b-dubs and like one of the tvs was porn like everything is is college football except for one of them is fucking like hardcore squirting mamas and yeah and you have to you figure know? out which one it is before before you <laughs> yeah, one of <laughs> one of the TVs only tells the truth and one of the TVs is a the TVs only moms. Lies. yeah <laughs> yeah it's um, a Gallagher show have you ever have you ever caught one of your friends masturbating to anything has that ever happened to you no no there's a uh, no that hasn't happened to me. I um, um I walked in on my roommate and he was jerking off and um and we're super good friends to this day like it's no big deal like I didn't see anything um 
but there was a group of us coming in the house and like he did the obvious like trying to put it away type situation so everybody knew and we were young yeah. enough that we were going to fuck with him a little bit until we looked at the screen and realized he was watching Lost Highway. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently, and I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't watched that movie in a while, but there's a there's a sex scene in that um, where, and there's like, it's not like graphic or anything, but he was, he was, uh, he was trying to justify it. And he's like, I don't know, man. There was just something about that, the back of that dude's shoulder that just, I don't know, I just had to take care of it. And I was like, man, that is, sure, dude, go ahead. <laughs> like, yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> like i i I absolutely adore like david lynch is the man who makes movies with tons of sexual content that like i cannot imagine being turned on by yeah exactly yeah and i love Um, it when isabella rosalini just gets really fucked up (laughs) that's super hot to me (laughs) i uh i never uh walked in anybody but there's a story that a friend of mine had um he was like one of the like he was and he was in a crew with uh people who were boy scouts like way later than it was cute you know, like those people who are like wee below pluses and stuff. Um, and he was, he was a boy scout. They all went down to this trip to Florida and one of the, they were all in like a group bunk situation. And apparently, uh, one of the dudes, uh, jerked off and everyone, when they came back to school, they're all teasing him because after he came, uh, he did it every night. And after he did it, every time he went, uh, he did this little like whistle like, oh, dude, wow. do you? afterwards which is a fucking flex that's a like that's to a be <laughs> just be like like good job me yeah <laughs> like, i can't feeling read good, that as feeling great. Than, how are you guys down there listening yeah. to me do this <laughs> <laughs> like, i just cannot read that as anything other than like self-congratulatory that was a good one <laughs> yeah like, jesus wow what a load uh man uh masturbation yeah. everybody does it and some people do it in front of each other apparently um mm-hmm patreon.com slash tech vtv is the place to go to for more masturbation talk um i'm saying that in the cadence of a joke but this that's actually probably really really true <laughs> I did, this group of weird 30 something guys probably talk about jacking off a whole lot about around a video lot, games yeah. um we appreciate the support tell your friends listen to our leave reviews all that stuff uh and yeah come back to next week so we can talk about more x-force this time with dialogue <laughs>